Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to a very special episode 108, a deadline day special. It's the E&S Wolves! Podcast. I'm your host Nathan Judah, and I'm delighted to be in the same room as Wolverhampton Wanderers reporter Mr. Timothy Spears, who's busy on his phone. He's texting someone. Is it Jeff Shee? Is it George Mendes? Or is it the missus saying, "I'm sorry, I'll be home in half an hour"? Do you know what? Go on. It was, it was genuinely the missus. Of course, it was the missus. <laughs> absolutely. This this guy doesn't watch any more Wolves games. He's buried in his no, phone. Because. No, because we've been texting a bit, and now obviously I'm going to. Well, go... that's not what you do when you when you're courting. I'm going to go quiet for an hour now, so I okay. just wanted to kind of explain. No more picture messages now. <laughs> I could do one under the table. Well. Hey, um, oh, how, how are you? How's, how's it going? I mean, we're, we're we're well into well into the shift now, into the in, into the night. But uh, you know, we, we we could have done a, a podcast tomorrow. But we thought, no, bugger it. Let, let, let's get one out tonight. Bugger it, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't want to tempt fate. But, no. no. But I, I have been saying this all day. You do to, you have. To, to, to anyone who'll listen. I'm having a great... <laughs> and there's de- not many that do. <laughs> I'm having a great deadline day. There's nothing going on. You came I've, up to I'm, me so happy at four o'clock going, this is great. I'm, I, I, I'm owed this. She said, I'm owed this. Well, I mean, I started the job in 2015. Yeah, and they had, feels longer. They had, a bit, they had quite a busy summer that summer. And then the January was quite... Busy as well, I seem to remember. And then since then, it's been fos and fos and fos and deadline mm. day, spend, 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 loan, 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 loan. Yeah. And every deadline day has been has been busy. Cray, cray. Yeah. I mean, a year ago, we were recording this podcast at one in the morning. You, you remember? Yes, we were. Yes, um, we were. One till two a.m. After the Afobi deal dragged on till way past deadline. Mm. So, and, and, and most of the time, my, my colleagues are having quite a relaxed, normal time. They leave on time. There's no stress. And oh, today, they're chill. They've gone out at nine. Yeah, and today Albion assigned four players. Serves them right. Villa do loads of stuff. Warsaw assigned two players. Well, Warsaw gone nuts. So, uh, so the shoes near the foot. So I'm quite. I'm really enjoying it today. Um, and you, and you've been trekked to, to some to some food, some lovely food. Nando's. You've gone for Nando's as well. So you, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that you went for that. Why? Well, just budget wise, you're normally a more Mackey's guy, aren't you? A bit cheaper, but now you've got you've gone up market. Well, well, me and Joe Massey were saying, you know, deadline day comes, but twice a year, let's treat ourselves. No one knows who Joe Massey is, mate. Oh, what Warsaw correspondent Joe Massey? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I've been doing the Warsaw podcast for a while. So. Um, you know, everything else okay? No one knows who Joe Massey is. A poor, poor lamb. I hope he doesn't listen to this. He doesn't listen to the Wolves. No, he hates Wolves. He does, doesn't like Wolves, does he? Um, well, well as, as, he, as he said on a video oh, yes. earlier this year, yes. I support two teams. Yeah. Ipswich, which is his club. Mm. Warsaw, who's grown to love. And anyone who's playing Wolves. Unbelievable, Unbelievable. teams. Unbelievable. You, you were watching. Do you watch all the Warsaw videos? Asked, yeah, well, yeah, I remember it well. I, I remember when we were downstairs, <laughs> and, you were, and um, I, when I when I was trying in the day, days of trying and planning of podcasts, uh, when I had more time, one of your one of your family fortunes quizzes was name as many Warsaw players as you can. <laughs> and you and you and West Brom reporter Matt Wilson looked at each other with blank expressions. I think you got two between you. Uh, yes, quite. But yeah, no. There's um, there's still about. We're recording this. It's nine. Um, it's nine fifty four. Nine fifty three on mine. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Almost slightly later than you, or something like that. Some kind of 
some kind of joke there. Yeah, probably not. No, you don't want to go down that path. Okay. We've, right. we've just done a video and, and lost it completely twice. So I feel like this is a more sensible podcast now. Honestly, I mean, we, we had to edit it heavily. It was um, heavily. I mean, just look at the stuff that we've put out in this video of Deadline Day video tonight. And that's been heavily edited. But we've got something for the bloopers. But you're going to have to wait a while for yeah, it. you have to wait till Christmas, right? <laughs> Joe Mason have to wait a while for it. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so relaxed. I'm going to take my shoes off, I think. For the wow. first for the first time ever. Wow. During a podcast recording, the shoes are coming off. Smell a vision. <laughs> yeah, so I learned something new about you today. Oh, go on then. Uh, I can give you loads of things that you don't know about me, Tim. I had no idea. Go on. That you really love, love. the Irish city of Dublin. <laughs> I don't know why you got such a problem with it. I sh- shuffled over to Judah's desk earlier uh, to see what snacks he was uh, piling up for the night. Wasabi yeah. peas and sparkling water. Oh, it's all going on. We're going mental. This guy knows how to live. Ah, oh, now it's a party. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just noticed a little mug on his desk mm. uh, which says, I, I heart Dublin. Yes. So uh, obviously, the, f- <laughs> the f- f- first question anyone would ask at that juncture Oh, I didn't know you'd didn't been to Dublin, Judah. No, I haven't. No. <laughs> This guy will say anything for likes. <laughs> I love Dublin, I love Dublin. <laughs> so the story goes... Hashtag ROI. <laughs> I quizzed him further on it and the, the story goes that... Um, it's not his, a story, it's the his, truth. His missus uh, bought him this mug uh, as a gift. <laughs> I have to say, Alana, <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to up your gift game, love. I mean, that's... <laughs> You go all the way to Dublin, and I remember when she went, it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And she brings you that back. You've never been in your life. I love Dublin. I mean, it's, 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 that's nailed on airport fare, that, isn't it? Oh, crap. It's either that or a Toblerone. I'd have taken the Toblerone. Oh, man. Uh, right, let, let, let's talk. I mean, we, can't, we can't, can't talk banter for 10 minutes today because there's so much to discuss. Yes, there is. Let's, let's go straight into deadline day. Um, look, I mean, Wolves will probably spend the most money out of, out of most Premier League clubs today in, in, in Johnny. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, as, as I said on the video to everyone who's seen it, you know, as, as I was saying today, quite a day for Wolves. Um, Voice breaking there, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, they've still spent more than all the clubs on our patch. West mm-hmm. Brom, Villa, Warsaw, obviously. <laughs> Combined, um, spent more than Warsaw's history, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but and not many clubs have spent a lot of money. No. It's been a quiet window, and if a few clubs are quiet, then there is a knock-on effect, as there is as there is in the opposite direction, where if loads of clubs buy players, then there's a knock-on effect down down the food chain. Yeah. And you see clubs sell players; they have to buy another, etc., etc., etc. It just hasn't happened. Mm. There hasn't been that dominoes dominoes effect. No, I mean, um, so, I mean, let's look at, at the teams directly below Wolves in Everton, Watford, Bournemouth. I mean, Leicester have signed a, a young central midfielder that's supposed to be a decent player, um, twenty-one year old though, but you know, more defensive than attacking. But apart from that, no one's really strengthened at all, really. No, and there's there's lots of, I mean, well, the deal breaking kind of as we speak, which we'll see if it gets over the line, is Batshuayi to Palace, which sounds fascinating mm. uh, what a deal um, I'm sure there's a bit of money involved in that one but um, we'll see what happens at that one. but yeah but uh, elsewhere lots of clubs have been after a striker in particular because obviously this is the main issue for Wolves um, and haven't and haven't brought one in Everton um, included I think I'm right yeah, saying yeah. Um, Huddersfield desperate for a striker I haven't seen them bring one in again I'm not wrong yeah, um, 
thought they signed a young lad, a young lad, twenty-one year old from the championship, for only eight million quid, seven million quid or something. Maybe that's maybe I'm completely wrong. I thought yesterday or the day before, send a young lad. Okay. But that was Huddersfield. But I mean, that doesn't that's irrelevant really. Um, but there's not a lot of. Oh, Carlin Grant from yeah, Charlton. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's well, it. Yeah. He's not going to save them, is he? No, no, no. Exactly. So, no. but a lot of a lot of clubs, uh, apart from Newcastle, really nobody's um, brought one in of massive note so far. So. And, and, and Wolves, Wolves are in rude health. I mean, they've just scored seven goals in two matches. They've beaten two of the teams around them. So, if again, we'll go into this, but if there's no injuries, then the, the squad is good enough. Absolutely. Uh, so, so Johnny, uh, 15 million quid. Some reporting 18 million quid, but it is 15 million pounds. It is. It is. It is 15 million. It was initially thought to be 18, by right. myself included, but I can promise everybody it's 15 million. And so he's gone to Atletico without playing a game. As did Jota. Right. Um, I mean, it's the Mendes economy. You've got to think that is Atletico. Was that was Atletico ever interested in playing, or is this just the way it goes now? Just apparently so. But now um, this month they needed money for Morata and, yeah. and other deals, mm-hmm. and Mr. Mendes has, has done them a favour. You know, let's let's not beat around the bush here. You know, this isn't the on the record tale, but really behind the scenes, I. I I don't think Wolves had too many intentions of buying Johnny Castrato this month. No. It's only come about in the last few days. Why would they sign him now? Yeah. Rather than in the summer. Mm-hmm. And you look at the the man who's involved in all this is George Mendes. Yeah. And Atletico needs some money. Mm-hmm. And Wolves have provided them with that money. Sure. And yes, Wolves are very happy to buy Johnny Castrato. Reasons reasons they've done it now instead of the summer. I think Guillaume Balagay tweets along those lines and reading between the lines, that's exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen, mm-hmm. really. So, and that's the way it is. And you know, if Wolves can benefit from that, then they're going to do it, aren't they? Well, this is the good side of it. I mean, this is the good side of it. Look, I mean, I like Johnny. I thought he was probably one of his best games um, in a Wolves shirt the other night against West Ham, I and mean, he could have scored a couple. Um, oh, there's no doubting that Johnny Castro is a very good Premier League player that's worth 15 million in today's market. Spanish international, 24 years old. He is, and I, I'm going to say something that maybe slightly controversial here, but and maybe you'll completely disagree. I'm sure you probably will do. Is if we are going to go to the next level, and when I say next level, I don't mean like breaking into the top four, but I'm talking about perennial cha- challenging for Europe. I would probably like to see Johnny being backup. Right or left on the right or left side, but maybe bring someone else in at left wing back and not have him as a starter next season. I, I think he's brilliant to have as a squad, but I wouldn't have him as my one hundred percent nailed on starter next season. I think he has to improve the offensive side of his game. And against West Ham, I thought we saw him give his best attacking display in a wolf shirt. Could easily have got on the score sheet. Um, so, but he, need, he needs to improve it. I think he's good enough defensively. His best performances have come against the big six. Yeah. But he needs to improve going forward. So, but but I mean, all round, like I say, in the short term, great. Now, everything's going great on the pitch. Everything's glowing. Everything's rosy. Winning. They're doing a great job. They're in seventh. They've got a little bit of a gap now, a two-point gap to wait after some some favourable um, fixtures that went you know against their the opposition and the chasing pack. So, what I would say to you now is, have Wolves, and obviously you can't say because there hasn't been injury made a major mistake now that they're 7th and got a great chance for, for European football you've got to say it's a great chance now of not getting a backup striker in what do you think? I while, mean, while, while I'm just tweeting out some breaking news oh are you? <laughs> just are we all for going to Sheffield Wednesday ok do you want me to carry on? no yeah, carry some time? on absolutely um, so I'm very very surprised and I, I letting Leo Bonatini go I don't think it's by the by because he wasn't even in the matchday squad however this could be 
Wolves' best chance against Europe for the next five years. You don't know. And I just think that the way that things have happened and the way things are unfolding and, and, and the kind schedule they've got, they have got a great chance of getting that seventh spot, let alone an FA Cup run where you never know that, where that's going to go. I just think if Raul Jimenez goes down tomorrow in training and the way they've had that successful formation with Jota and Jimenez, I'm shocked that they could not get someone, or maybe not could not get someone, but didn't want to get someone who was happy enough to sit on the bench, who's got enough incentives and will get the odd start, who can score goals and be a be a leader up top. I mean, it's amazing. Um, they've let go about six strikers this month, um, obviously none, none of whom were involved. But still, Gladon, Afobi, um, Bonatini, Wilson, Ina Bakari as well. You yeah. Count. yeah, yeah. Ashley Seal, all Benic. gone. Um, so they've got cover in every position, bar Raúl Jiménez, and not only is he so important in terms of goals and assists, but also the way that Wolves play. He was everywhere against West Ham. Even before he scored his goals, I was like, he's having, he's playing, he's having an amazing game. He pops up everywhere. He pops up as DM now and again, um, spraying passes around from the centre circle. Yeah, he was out wide, pinging crosses in the other day to mm-hmm. Johnny. Um, he's superb at linking the play. You struggle to find a better striker, certainly that I've seen in a wool shirt, perhaps mm-hmm. by the exception of Kevin Doyle at mm-hmm. linking the play. Unbelievable asset and. Yeah. He's better than Doyle in regards of goal scoring. Ten goals already this season, six assists. I remember saying in August, September, when people were saying he's not good enough or they were worried about him, I said, I'll back him to get ten goals, ten assists. You did, you did. You stood by that fair play. And do you know what? You know, you, now you can say, I'll back him to get 15 goals. The way, he's, the way he's playing, he's getting better. Yeah. He's getting better. Yeah. I'll back him to get 15 goals and ten assists this season. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Yeah. However, if... He gets injured, walls are screwed big time mm-hmm. because there's nobody that can come in. Not only who's as good as Jimenez, but who can play in a similar style. There's no one even close to him, so they've got to adapt and change their whole style. Yeah. If he was to get injured, if and it's a big if, and I remember saying all last season, and they've been, if, they've been if, great with injuries. They have been fantastic with injuries. They and have, and I remember saying all last season, if 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 Doherty gets injured, if mm. if if, and it never happened. They only had to do without him for one game, yeah. and that was against Hull, and they still didn't lose. But you've got to have strength and depth there, don't you? And like you say, they've got a cover in every single position and they've got a variety of formations now, but this looks like the formation that is, is going to carry on for long term. I'm just... Because they must have had offers and I'm sure they had players thrown at them and I'm sure because of the position they're in that they can pretty much say what they want, Wolves. So I'm just very, very surprised that, that the right play hasn't come along in the right deal for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm just, doing my best here while you're well, typing away. Well, you know what? I'm tweeting out the last transfer news of the whole evening. Okay. Uh, Wolves have announced three deals. Um, not unexpectedly. We were mm-hmm. talking about before, not we? Yeah. Conor Rohn has gone to FC Dak in Slovakia. Um, Jack Ruddy has gone to Spanish side UD San Sebastian. No, good, good side. Uh, Philip Fossoway, who was at Hansa Rostock in Germany, has mm. gone to... Ooh. Würzburger Kickers FC. Oh, team. Uh, in the same German third tier. Right. Steady career for Fossaway. I feel I feel like it's it's not going to be at the top level anytime soon. Uh, I mean, well, I, I couldn't tell you anything about him because I've never seen him play. <laughs> no. 
Right, I'll be 30 seconds. Okay. Very um, sorry. But you know, I'm, I mean, people, I'm sure you can understand people. Yes. We, yeah, it's a little, I mean, we are. We, I guess we could have started this podcast after 10, 10, 15, 10, 30, but we just didn't know when they were going to announce it, did we? So, um, but apart from that, there's been there's been outgoings. Um, Bonatini, you, you tweet that you were sad to see him go, but realistically, you know, you've got to look on that saying it was a bizarre purchase in the first place, no? A bit of one again. In hindsight, for five for five million, it was a strange one. Um, I mean, Forrest have got an option to buy him in the summer. I am sad to see him go because he gives his all and he's a very likable lad, and he was living the dream. You could tell. You could tell when you speak to him after games. He was just absolutely giddy with excitement um, about living the dream with Wolves. Oh, it was just a new veneer, white pearly veneers. He's just smiling all the time. <laughs> so. It's just not worked out for him. I think he could have had more opportunities. I mean, he's never hasn't started a league game all season. Are you surprised though that he hasn't been on the bench for such yeah, a long time? Yeah, I am surprised because the last time we saw him, he's made a couple of contributions this oh, season. Spurs, I know the, the Spurs defeat at home. He was he was pretty good once. He got helped set up both penalties. Yeah, uh, set up the winner at West Ham. You know these little, little things that he's doing here and there with not much game time. Mm-hmm. But Nuno's obviously decided we've got to move on without you. And I thought he spoke very well in the press conference last Friday. You, you weren't there for that one, were you? But um, I asked him about Bonatini. He wouldn't talk about him by name. I was there last Friday. Were you there? Which, like, which Friday? Just gone? Yeah. Oh, oh, of course you were. Sorry. Must have made a real big impact. Sorry. He spoke really well about Bonatini. Yeah. I thought he gave a nice Surprising. answer. Kind of saying, didn't, didn't speak with him by name. Mm. But he said um, how hardworking he'd been, how it was a difficult decision. Um, and it's nothing to do with the player personally, and he works very hard. We've just moved on without him, mm-hmm. and it's sad and it's tough, but these things happen. Mm. But that's good from a manager yeah. that said, that's got no sentiment whatsoever. No, zero. I mean, how cutthroat can you get? You yeah, buy yeah. for five million, yeah. two months later he's decided, no, he's not good enough. Well, you ask Benny Cavobi how cutthroat you can get. Yeah, totally. So it's uh, it's a shame for Bontini, but yeah, um, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, I mean, he doesn't start in the Premier League, but I don't mm. think he's quite up to that mm. level. But I still think I would have had him around the squad personally. So, so looking at looking at January as a whole, are you happy with the the, the business they've done? I you know not loads or, or a little bit frustrated or do you think um, think it's been disappointing? What would you what, how would you describe it? I think they did need to bring a striker, and I'm, I'm sort of disappointed that they haven't really. But they're obviously very comfortable with what they've got. It's a tough one. I mean. If you bring a striker in, he's not even guaranteed to be on the bench mm. these days. And from, from what from what I gather, a lot of strikers have been offered and bandied around the Wolves hierarchy. Nuno gets the final say, and from what I understand, he's um, not been. Um, n- none of the names that have been thrown at him have been up to scratch because he wanted somebody that was as good as or better than what they've got. Yeah. Now for me, yeah. you're going to struggle to find that in January when Jimenez is your man. Okay. Week in, week out. You need someone who might be on the bench, might not. Um, so I'll put it to you then. I'll put it to you then. Ra- Let's take Ryan Jimenez goes down. He goes down. He's out for a couple of weeks. Okay. Fingers crossed he doesn't touch wood. Yeah. Yeah. Then what do you do? Do you play? Does Jota go back to the left? Do you bring a Costa or Cavalier or Costa in on the right, and then you play a Dama Traore up front on his own because that hasn't worked, and that's the last striker who's been playing up top, and it just bounces off him. I mean, he works hard, but he's definitely not a second... I mean, you saw it against Shrewsbury Town. Up front, he hasn't got a clue. You put him on the right-hand side, and he's a different player. Well, this is the problem. You have to change the foot, you have to change the style of play yeah. completely. So I think Traore would be the one that would come in. But I agree, that's a bit that's a bit worrying. I mean, they've tried they've tried to work on him with his back to goal, but it still bounces off him. You, you've got to change, change completely change style of play. Mm. That's, that's, for me, is slightly concerning. 
but it like is, I say, you know, if you, you, you know what the way the way the way that it's been happening with wolves and and what's how, what we've seen over the last two 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 years and the evolution. I bet Jimenez doesn't get injured at all, and he goes on. He scores 20, 20 plus Premier League goals, and and we all forget about this. But if it doesn't, then then there has to be some question marks asked. I feel. Yeah, totally. And do you know we've been here before. It's not not the first deadline day we've no. been here before, and they haven't signed a striker. Mm-hmm. Um, the first. Even after they signed Bonatini, remember they were desperate to sign a striker. That that at the end of that window, yeah. the start of the Championship season, didn't happen. Phobe came in very late last January, um, and in the summer again, you know we were expecting them. We were expecting them to bring one more in. It just hasn't happened. Their standards are obviously very high, and it'll be easy. It'll be easy to give an opinion one way or the other in May yeah. when, when we know what's happened. But but I, I would say in terms of risk. It's a little bit too risky because they rely so much on Jimenez. Then again, do you know what? It's up. It's up for new. It's up to Nuno and Kevin Thelwell and Jeff Shee to answer mm-hmm. from their point of view why they haven't bought anybody in just as a number. Yeah. And I bet the answer that they would say is that you know we're not going to waste money on somebody mm-hmm. that we don't think is up to it. And and they've said they've consistently said all along we want a squad of 18, 19 and the rest are kids. Yeah. And. Niall Ennis is, is the next one in, or Joe Mason, who, who doesn't seem to have a move at the moment. We'll see what happens in the next hour. So um, it, it is it is a bit risky in that regard. On the other hand, if Jimenez stays fit, yeah, the bench is full. Yeah, you look at the bench now, fully fit. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's yes. There's nobody senior being left out of that first team squad, but the bench is full, and it's a quality bench. And there'll be some people who miss out as well. Some good players are going to miss out on that bench as well. Oh uh, no, that's what I mean. I don't think so at the you moment. You don't think so? With um. With Bolly coming back at the weekend, it'll yeah. be Kilman who drops out. It's, okay. it's, it's only under 23. Okay, okay. But to only have 18 senior established first team players in a Premier League squad mm. is quite unheard of, mm. particularly for a team in the top half of the table. To balance that out. You know, Giuseppe Rossi's kicking about free agents <laughs> now. To balance that out, they've had four injuries all season. It's yeah. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Jota's had two of those on his own. It's an incredible record. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. They have been a bit lucky because you can only account for game injuries mm-hmm. so much. You know, you can look after your pulled hamstrings or whatever, but yeah. it's, you know, your, uh, your, your studs up tackles in the ankles, you can't account for those. So they have been a bit lucky in that regard. They've used fewer players than anybody in the whole pre- in the whole Premier League. Um, I just I just feel that this is a great opportunity, and don't get me wrong. No, I think I think I think that they could do it, but. You just want that little bit of insurance, and I don't think it would have you cost do. them a lot. I'll tell you what, right? If, if they if they manage to get through to the FA Cup quarterfinals, and then they're still in seventh or eighth place yeah. come March, mm-hmm. and then a knackered Jimenez has a burnout and just stops scoring or gets injured, yeah, and they've got an FA Cup quarterfinal on the horizon mm-hmm. and a big game against Man United or Chelsea, yeah, and then you know they start to lose a few other mm-hmm. bounce, mm-hmm. then it'll be like, why oh why didn't they really go for it and yeah. bring somebody in, yeah. Then again, everything that happens from the rest of the season is a bonus. And Foson look at things very methodically and they will say, look, this season we want us to finish comfortably in mid-table. We're going to do that. Whatever happens, FA Cup runs are a bonus. They're not a priority. Next season is when really when we would hope to push for Europe and we're still on that plan. I would say you don't get to pick and choose when you challenge or try and qualify for Europe. Yeah. And it's a massive opportunity to get into Europe on two fronts this season. 
and they should be going for it, no holding back. I don't like that we're in my, just, in my opinion. I don't like that we're having normal conversations. It, it's slightly worrying. I don't like <laughs> it. It's just, it's just a shame, and, and also it's a bit confusing because um, you know Tammy Abraham, yes, the very stated yes. number one target. They went balls out to get him. Mm. It was a bit of a cock up that they didn't get him, and then there's been a few couple of weeks since then, and from what I gather, they haven't come close to bringing anyone else. So they're obviously keen to bring a striker in. Right. I mean, are their standards really that that high that it's got to be someone of Abraham's calibre or, or lower? I mean, did you hear any other names or any names they inquired about? Not, that, that, that... not really. I mean, we had a good we had a good giggle in the video at the um, the messy Iranian <laughs> as you were. <laughs> For anyone who didn't see the video, um, watch wolves, it. <laughs> wolves were linked with uh, Shade. 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 As Moon. Just as Googly surname there. Sada As Moon. Oh, wow. From Ruben Kazan. Um, the Iranian Messi. Yeah. They call him. Uh, he's six foot one. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, don't, I don't know who made this up. <laughs> Genuinely. Um, it's obviously due to his goal record and not his style of play or his height. Because um, he scored 28 and 45 for Iran. <laughs> don't laugh. Uh, um, anyway, um, they did ask about him. And they were in discussions with Ruben Kazan over a lo- loan deal with an option to buy. Yeah. Which is pretty much all that they were looking for, this yeah. window. And you think that a lot of and, clubs um, are like, we want an, a loan deal with 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 an obligatory option to, to buy. Like, like, a, like say, Charlie Austin or someone like that. That's what Southampton are asking for. That's what happened in, in this case. Um, Ruben Kazan wanted, insisted on an obligation. Wolves, and I would completely agree with this, wanted an option. I mean, if there's one thing you cannot guarantee... It's that an Iranian <laughs> playing in Russia is going to come and hit the ground running in the Premier League. Yeah. So I think they were wise not not to uh, not to go for that. Yeah. Uh, a few people were saying, oh, well, "Why didn't we recall Rafa Mir?" But he's not obviously. They can't. Not, you can't no, recall him at all. No option to. No. Right. Okay. Uh, so let's move on. Let's move on then. Um, look, we we saw we saw a beautiful game on Tuesday night, an almost perfect game. Uh, against West Ham United. We're not going to talk about that too much because there was loads. There's loads of questions. 106 questions. Shut up. 106 questions. An all-time high. Um, but look, we discussed it. You could have seen it on the videos. It, it was it was pretty much football porn that we were watching on on Tuesday night. It was delightful. Um, there's no there's no there's no um, knots in hot or not. There's three hots. Let's talk about the first one, Tim, and then you can discuss a little bit about the game. Um, while you're talking about them, Raúl Jiménez. Mm. Nine out of ten, mm. just stay fit, baby. Yeah, he's like I said, he's he's improving, he's getting better, showing no signs of burnout yet whatsoever, and um, and just just a remarkable footballer, one of the best strikers I've seen at Wolves in, uh, in my lifetime. Mexico's greatest exports have previously been thought to be fully loaded nachos, sombreros, Speedy Gonzalez, and the new series of narcos. Says <laughs> <laughs> Tim Spears in his air. So, so, so Brewer really a good, a good, a good. Um, no, I was just, just. It's, I mean that. I mean some of this. Basically, uh, basically, that's that's really insulting to Mexicans. All <laughs> <laughs> right, it's not top gear. Oh uh, dear. Right. Okay. Um, but look, I mean, integral and just different class, and it's just the way he finishes. It makes it look so easy. You just think he's well, going to score, don't you? That the, the his second goal was was. The sign of a very confident player. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't scored one like that this season, but that was that was a cool finish. Um, and look, I don't mean to single him out, but Helder Costa, um, if he's in, you know, if he's one-on-one with a keeper, I think it's it's you probably less than 50-50 chance of him scoring these days. 
Well, you just think you just know that the, the Jimenez is going to hit, find the back yeah, of the exactly. net. Yeah, exactly. And all you've done there is single is, him is, out. Is pick on Elder Costa. <laughs> I'm upset about Costa, though. I am upset because he's one of my fa- he is one of my favourite Wolves players. So to see him like this is is worrying. And I think mm, I'm going to say that he's got f- four months to to save his Wolves career. Uh, and I think the same goes for Cavalero and maybe for Traore. Although I think I think he's more secure than the other two. Costa, I mean, you know, we obviously had the Shrewsbury game on Saturday. At times, he was frightened to take players on, and this is this is League One level. It's it's um it's a shame how what how far he's changed. But equally, he's put in a couple of brilliant performances this season against the bigger teams, Arsenal and Man United. Away, is absolutely superb. So where that's gone, I don't know. Uh, second, hot or not, a uh, person who's going to be dropped for Saturday, uh, Romain Saiz. Hmm. Really well. Um, I thought he had a couple of dodgy games against uh, Leicester and Shrewsbury, but looked far more composed on the ball. Got his goal as well, which is great. But he, but he looked very good defensively. But yeah, I don't expect him to, to start on Saturday. No, unfortunately not. Well, fortunately, maybe because we've got we've got Willie Bolly back, and uh, the man who is pulling the strings um, at the moment and is in superb form is Mr. João Moutinho. Mm, yeah, yeah, just um, inspirational, really. Two assists, that's four in two league games. Controlling games, controlling tempo, beautiful passes on a wavelength now with most of his teammates. Uh, Jota in particular. And I've got to say, Jota and Jimenez's partnership looks so, oh. so, so, so good at the moment. Did you so, see that partnership um, evolving before Jota got injured? Do you think that's the way they could go? Or they just kind of stumbled across it? I don't know. I mean, Jota linked up very well with Bonatini last season. and They had a kind of a tele- telepathic um, link-up. So Jota's just that kind of player. I think he's very intuitive. And yeah. him and is probably the same. So every, every, everyone on the pitch is... I mean, it was an exceptional team performance on Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone played their part. It could have been five or six, but they were, you know, the, all we were saying pre-match was that they wanted to keep a clean sheet. They conceded eleven in five, and not only did they not concede a goal, they didn't concede a shot. Yeah, Patricia had absolutely sod all to do. Mm-hmm. It was, it was. I, I bet that was Nuno's, still, still a dodgy moment in the game. <laughs> yeah, but I bet that was Nuno's favourite performance this season. They were in con- so much control. It was, it was joyful to watch. And well, he was delighted about the clean sheet more than anything, to be honest. No, totally. But, but it, yeah, absolutely. But equally. Their weakness this season has primarily been scoring goals, mm. and they've now scored uh, nine in three. Yeah, which is great. Mm. Great stuff. Um, yeah, so they're getting things right at both ends of the pitch, and w- w- with an appetising run of fixtures coming up, that's that's great news. Well, you're saying appetising run of fixtures. I was ta- I was talking with um, with um, with a couple of people today, and they're saying you, know, you say appetising run of fixtures, but that's where Wolves have slipped up. So that's the next thing they need to do yeah. is start converting them and, and dominating and showing that they are a seventh place team and not you know not coming a cropper. They've done it against the teams above them. They've done it against the teams around them in the last two games, and they've got Everton to come. And then after that, you know, Huddersfield and Newcastle, two teams that have really struggled this season, although Newcastle are improving. Got to beat them. Look, breathing space though now. 35 points. Um, Everton 33, Watford 33, Bournemouth 33. They've got a little bit of a cushion. Okay, albeit at 2.1, but, you know, you can not afford, but, you know, a, you know, a bad result or a couple of bad results isn't disastrous. They've earned that. And it's starting to get a little bit exciting now. Well, I mean, also the big thing for me is, you know, we talked about this mini-league that formed between 7th and 13th. They're now nine points ahead of, of Brighton in 13th. Well, obviously, well clear relegation. I think it's uh, 16, 16 clear relegation. But yeah, totally. For me, Everton away Saturday, if they can go there and win, oh, 
And then, Can you imagine? And see that you, you tr- you'd have a trio of wins there against Leicester, West Ham and Everton. But also, yes, there is the potential to move a little bit clear in, in seventh mm-hmm. for a bit of daylight because this has been a, a dogfight for the last few weeks in terms of those positions constantly leapfrogging each other. Wolves went from 11th to 7th in the last two games. You know, can they stay there? That's that's the challenge now. I said I was going to make a statement in the last podcast. I was going to, I was going to bring that up, yes. Right. Well, I, I nearly made it, but then I thought, no, I'm not going to make it. And then half-time, I was... Pre- Pretty much pleased I didn't make it. Can you just bloody say it rather than all this tip flirting around? Honestly, hand on heart, hand on heart, believe more than not, I honestly believe Wolves will, be, will get in Euro- European football this season. Yeah, is that I, it? What do you mean? Is that it? Why did you say that last week? Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to put the kibosh on it before, before the FA Cup game. But I think one way or the other, Wolves will be in Europe next season. Okay. I do. I honestly believe that. Is that terrible? Do you know what? Um, do you know what puts the the mockers on it for me? Go on. Is that um, there's only two of the big six left in the FA Cup after the next round? Yeah. And if Wolves if Wolves finish seventh and don't win the FA Cup, right, their chances of being in Europe lessen. Yes. Because one of the big six has to win the FA Cup. Yeah. I still think one of them would do that, though. I mean, they're at least going to be in a final. Can you imagine? Is the FA Cup final after the? It's normally after the Premier League. Yeah. Can you imagine sweating on that? <laughs> uh, it's exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, look, it's 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 awesome. Um, I've just got an email in my account, Tim. I've just got an email in my account. Just come through. It says good news and order of the <laughs> yeah. live Express and Star Wolves podcast with special guest. Just came through. Steve Jackson. Stephen Jackson gets a shout out. Stephen. Um, Stephen. Stephen. Uh, Tim, we're, we're, we're back on tour. The Express and Star Wolves podcast live and uncut. We are back. Bigger and better. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we've gone to... Well, we're, 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 well, we've been commissioned again. Yeah, commissioned <laughs> again. So we're off on tour. We are. On the road. And where are we going? We're going to the Pavilion. Right, I mean, I didn't know about this venue until we until we first visited, but apparently a well-known venue amongst Wolves supporters. Bit of a yeah, absolutely, a bit of a historic Wolverhampton venue. Been on Stafford Road for for decades. Right, uh, formerly Goodyear Pavilion, now just known as the Pavilion. The Pavilion. Uh, but it's a massive, massive room, um, big stage. Yes. Curtains. Curtains. Um, big bar. Big bar, and a ma- yeah, massive room full of seats. It's like you know, W One was. At Molyneux, for anyone who went last time, was fantastic. This room's much bigger. Um, and the podcast will be as well. Bigger and better. Longer. Yes, very much so. That's what you keep saying on a night. <laughs> perennially disappointed. But look, two special guests as well. We yes. will hopefully unveil them at some point in the future, potentially. Yep. Might keep people dangling. But um, there's a special offer on today. Um, and tomorrow potentially uh, but look the first 100 tickets that are available are £8 early bird offer and then they will move to £10 after those first 100 are sold so I know you've been buying them today um, if you did come to the first one and you want to come to the second one make sure you get once you've listened to this make sure it's the first thing you do because I really don't want people to be disappointed especially our loyal listeners who came to the first one and people couldn't make it who listen as well Totally, and I would just say to our, to our loyal listeners, uh, a couple of whom have, have tweeted along these lines, um, obviously the last entry for the last podcast was, was five English pounds, this time it's potentially ten. Three, three reasons, 
uh, one. I think last time's was was a ridiculous bargain. Yeah. Uh, for what more than two hours entertainment for a, for a fiver. It was more of a tester, wasn't it? Really. Yeah, it, was, totally. it was a soft opening. Uh, I, think, I think we undersold ourselves. <laughs> Maybe we lost we lost we lost money on the night. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And we work for a company. It's not, not we just do. Yeah, to, yeah, of course. We, we don't give a damn about the money. But no, I mean, we're not. We're not, get, we're not getting we're not getting We're journalists. No, exactly. Um, and then um, obviously got a couple of couple of special guests, and it's going to be. It's like I said, we've moved to a to a ready made mm-hmm. uh, auditorium slash venue. Yeah, uh, and obviously you know got to hire this place out and and whatnot and. Uh, there's going to be food available on the night to purchase as well, so you don't have to order pizzas halfway through it. Yeah, totally, yeah. So um, It's going so, to be a really good night. And so like I, I said, it's I a hope, lot longer. I hope, people, I hope people understand, you know, bloody hell, you know, you know it's better than that. We're not trying to fleece you for cash. No, God, no. Uh, absolutely not. Like, we're, but we're, we're putting on an event. Mm-hmm. It's a big event. It is It is going to be bigger and better than last time. It'll be longer. You'll get more more for your money. Yeah. Um, special guests. I still think it's a good price. It's still a value price, on. you know. Oh, I think so. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think you could do you could do a lot worse than that. And, you know, more importantly for me and Tim, we just want to see you guys and we want to get you the best deal possible but we, we want to see you, you know, your community, our little community here, um, people, you know, all the listeners here, you're very special, aren't they? They're very special. I mean, we love all the fans, but the people listen to this week in, week out, and put up with me and you, you know, all in it together. We'd love, we'd love to see them there. Totally. And we're offering more tickets this time, which is one of the reasons why we've moved to this to this mm-hmm. venue. More seats available. And, you know, we hope that if, if we can sell enough tickets and have enough of you come and see us, you know, we'll make this a regular thing. That's what we want to do. Absolutely. So please, if you've got any friends, any family, you know, even if they're not massively into football, we had plenty of people who, who you know, um, went with their partners and, and they had a good night, didn't they? Uh, my missus absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it, yeah. Uh, my missus went to go buy a wolf shirt afterwards, incredibly. <laughs> uh, right, shall we take some questions from the peeps? Do you know who won't be there? Oh, go on, who, who won't be there? And I'm glad he's not, in a way. Oh, goodness. After he sabotaged Oof. the last podcast. Oof. Uh, if anyone who remembers, we did a live quiz on yes. stage. Yes, uh, Opposing captains. One was myself. Yes. The other was James Fielden. James Fielden. Fielden. Wolves fan, Villa commentator. Not coming? All-round nice guy. Can't make it. Wow. Uh, he's um, Doing a Villa game? Uh, volleyball, I believe. Oh. He does a lot of East, Eastern European volleyball. He definitely does a lot of Eastern <laughs> European volleyball. The, the, the women as well. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, he got make it. But I think it's a good thing because as he freely admitted to me afterwards, uh, he cheated during that quiz. No. So, I don't think I've ever told you this, have I? No. When you were, because you were slightly drunk. I, I was slightly, slightly away with the fairies. And you had the answers on your piece of paper. Yeah. And you just kept kind of going like that. And yeah. Sh- and, he, and, he, and he just read them while you were, so you read the answers. Oh, you're joking. So cheated. That's disgraceful. So no wonder I bloody lost. Ah, I mean, you were poor as well, though, to be fair. Uh, yes, yes. Right, should we take some questions? Yeah, we better had. Nuno's Revolution Extravaganza asks, with so many players sold or loaned out and no signings to replace the sold, um, are we very light? I am worried, Tim. I am worried, he says. We're, Wolves are only light if they receive injuries and suspensions. And do you know what? We're only talking about the bench here. I'm not being funny. You know, Bonatini wasn't, wasn't required to start a match this season in the Premier League. He hasn't been new since November the 3rd. Um, so if they have to put a couple of kids on the bench, it's not the end of the world, is it? Mm-hmm. We're, 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 they're going to have to have more of an injury crisis than they've had for quite a while if it's going to be a big problem. They've got a number of versatile players in the squad. I will point that out. We've seen Dendonka and Sace, you know, switch positions recently. So I'm hoping it's not going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, but... but, but. The, the FA Cup's an, an issue, and that's another reason why I'm surprised they haven't acted because 
everyone is going to implore them yeah. to take this competition seriously, mm-hmm. myself included. Mm-hmm. I would, I'll be distraught personally as a, a long-time Wolves fan and, you know, following this team now as a journalist. I'd be distraught if you played a weakened team against Shrewsbury and they get knocked out. What an opportunity to go far in the greatest club competition in world football, club cup competition. Do you not think we'll see a team similar to the one that, that went to Shrewsbury and played them why away? Would, I think why, they probably will. Why, why would you leave anything to chance? Why would you leave anything to chance? Would because they should. Because they have to be better than that. But they've, they've got, a, they've got a, a break after the Shrewsbury game to, to Newcastle at home on the following Monday. So they've got almost a week off afterwards. We'll see how they are after Everton. But I wouldn't leave anything to chance at well, all. Well, they've well, got Shrewsbury away and Bristol City away to get to the quarterfinals. And this is the most open FA Cup for years. So I'll put it to you then. Okay. And Wolves, we, are, Wolves, are, Wolves are, what, third? They'll be third favourites if they, if they get through the fifth round. We know yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. already fourth favourites. Yeah. Unbelievable opportunity. So I'll put it to you then, is that, is that they've obviously talked in depth about, about signing a striker or not signing a striker. They haven't gone with one. So is this the prime opportunity to have Raul on the bench like last time? Okay, we're going to go with, with Troy up top. This is what you've got to do. This is a great chance for you because this is the role that you're going to be playing if Raul comes off injured or or you know he has to be rested. Well, but that's the thing. If, if they're all you've got to trust him at some time. And this is Shrewsbury in League One in the bang average. Fitness level up. You've got to play your best team. Don't leave it to chance. Yeah, you can take them off at half time if you're three in a lot, but I'll, I, it won't happen. Yeah, it won't happen. I think I think he'll I think he'll get three four three. We'll get a bit ahead of ourselves here because it's not till next week. I mm-hmm. think a three. Although we won't do a podcast till after it. No, no. I think he'll go three four three because that's what worked at the end of the Shrewsbury mm-hmm. game. It's helped stretch Shrewsbury mm-hmm. out, and I think that he'll play Traore. Um, Jimenez up top. Do you think? No, I, I think he'll play three of the forwards up front. Whether it's Jota or not, I don't know, but. Potentially Traore. Cav Costa. Cav Costa. He did it a couple of times last season. I remember Burton away, they smashed them 4-0. Worked yeah. really well. With Jota, I think there's a false nine that day. Well, if they can't if they can't get past Shrewsbury at home, you know, with, with Traore, Cav Costa, that's, you know, what, £45 million no, worth no, of talent there. I know, that, I know there is that argument. There is. The, well, the, you can say the same for the first game. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. Um, I know, but it didn't help with condition. I mean, look, they were very lucky to get the plate, shockingly. They, were, they should have been better, but... This is look. They've got injuries. They've got suspensions. Yeah. They've obviously got massive problems in the league as well. Their best chance has probably gone. If you can't beat them at home, then no, I know. Then they shouldn't be at the club. I know, I know. But this is the game of their lives. Mm-hmm. So, some of these players playing for Shrewsbury, this will be this will be one of, if not the biggest game they ever play. And some of them will. And that's not being disrespectful. But you see, they, Shrewsbury rarely get to this stage of competition. So it's a huge game for them. You can't underestimate the motivation and the intensity that Shrewsbury will, will play with. So what, why would you why would you risk anything? Michael Walter, next. Approximately how much caffeine have you and Andrew Star had to consume to keep yourselves awake for your long shift? And this is my fourth coffee of the day. I had two decafs and two two real coffees. We'll let you. Just my third. It's been, oh, quite, it's pretty it's, decent, it's been yeah. quite easy. It's been okay for you. Yeah, when you rocked in at three o'clock. Um, yes, Andrew. Andrew Crum not happy with the the, the the increase, but we've said why. Previous ent- previous attendees equals mates rates. He says. Well, you know, we've got that early bird offer. And uh, you know, I think we're. I think it's still a really good value, don't you? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. We're, we're, we're going to give you a great night, guys. And and um, can't say too much. And there's a lot of discussions to happen. But I would try your very best to be there on the night. Yeah, totally. That's all we can say. Um, right. Yeah, a couple of people said this. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really think too much of it at the time. Gary Amos says, any insight into the reason behind the say shush goal celebration versus West Ham? Nope. Not from me. I mean, I don't think he's had any stick from the crowd, personally. 
I mean, the local journalists have given him a little bit of a kick in in his last two games, but I, I, I doubt it would be aimed at uh, at the press. So no, I don't know. It must be must be a personal thing. Uh, Paul Lappage uh, has the impact <laughs> of. It's not wibbly. No, it's Lappage. Lappage. Please don't do that again in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, has the impact of Jimenez inadvertently put him in the shop window for the top six in Europe's elite well Wolves have got the option he seems very happy so I don't think he'll be going anywhere else yeah absolutely um, are the are the club preparing says Stuart Finch for a big summer in terms of incomings Finchy Finchy yeah <sighs> yes I would say yes I would be um, once I get the season out of the way I would be surprised if they did spend a lot of money next summer. Mm-hmm. Like how much, region-wise? 100 million plus? I mean, they've spent 69 plus 15. 84 this yeah. season. Yeah. 12 already to come in the summer with Dendonka. I don't know, but but how many, it depends how many he wants to replace. Mm. Look at that team that they put out on Tuesday night. Yeah. I don't know, after a re- recent upturn in performances, I think you could say Jota, Jimenez... Johnny, Neves, Matinho. I mean, Dendonka's looking great now. Yeah, he is, Matinho's, yeah. you know, had a bit of a dip and he's mm. massively back on it. How many of these guys do they mm. need replacing in the first team? It's true. Uh, Cal, WWFC, um, is it true or did we offer £21 million for Joseph Martinez of Atlanta United? Oh, well, that, that one came up extremely late. I only saw it at nine o'clock tonight. And um, yeah, the information I had is that they were only looking for loans. So. Edward, um, at WWFC aficionado, um, what will be the market value of you and I and you to start in a journalist transfer market in brackets the value of you both individually, not as a pair? You know in the non-league when they just used, used to pay with like 10 footballs and a Kit Kat. <laughs> 10 pens and a, and a notepad, I don't know. I'll go for a white peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, that sounds about right. Um, let's have a look just scrolling through there's so many questions uh, you know and some of them are rot I'll be honest <laughs> keep, keep them coming though uh, Joe Brom- we really appreciate you taking the time <laughs> come to the live podcast um, at Joe Bromley Bromers is on um, you and Nathan on a desert island who kills who first I don't, I don't think you could kill me I think, are you joking? I don't think you can. On a desert island? Well, first of all, you'd struggle on a desert island. Why? Well, I, I, I like I, avocados. I, well, first of all, you get a tree to get coconut. Not happening. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, you, two, you catch the sun like nobody's business. Oh, God. You'll be no. struggling in the oh, shade. God. I mean, you'll, be, you'll have a few areas to go on the island. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I promise you, you're getting done. Yeah, but you're hardly bloody crocodile Dundee. I'm going to make a call. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Middleton is just the How most. How many times have you said that in your life? Oh, lots of times, lots of times. Uh, Benjamin Middleton is just the most laid-back deadline day you've ever covered. Totals, got my shoes off. Yeah, he's got his shoes off. <laughs> um, should we have gone out all out for Mishi Batshuayi? Says Phil Foster. What and then? But then you know, drop him and his. Well. I mean, if you're paying his wages, he probably doesn't care whether he's on the bench or not, I guess. I don't think you signed Batshuayi to put him on the bench, though, do you? Mm. That's, what, that's what I mean. You know, they've got they've got one of the best strikers in the Premier League in their team. You know, people need to wake up and, and realise that. Yeah. 
So it's pretty hard to sign a guy who's just going to come and sit on the bench. That's mm. why I wouldn't have come to Wolves, no way. Stone Wolf, uh, what's Jez Moxie's up to nowadays? Um, <laughs> taking the glory for Wolves' biggest incoming deal on Transfer Deadline Day, which was 25% of Sam Vokes' big money move from Burnley to Stoke City. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jez's legacy lives on. Um, a cool 2.1 million Wolves could fetch from that deal. Wow, was that? Um, before we before we move on, we do need to um, discuss a little thing, and that's uh, the club captain leaving, Danny Bart. Oh, wow. Bloody hell. That'd yeah. be very... Yeah, totally. Um, gutted to see, you know, see Danny go. Wolves through and through. Been there for 18 years. 18 years. Wow, that's and, unbelievable. You know, I know, I know Danny wouldn't have, wouldn't have envisaged this, this happening. You know, club captain last year. I know he was in and out of the team. But wanted to stay this season and play his part, you know, whatever happened, even if he was just sat on the bench all season, you know, he, he just wanted to be a part of it. So it's a real shame for him that that hasn't happened. However, you know, Wolves have decided to move on without him. For me, it's interesting to know and shouldn't be forgotten that him and Bennett played just as much as each other last year. Bennett was dropped two or three times in, in favour of Danny. Um, and I wouldn't say there's a huge amount of difference between the two players personally so in that regard it could have gone very different for, for Danny mm-hmm. but I think that Villa game killed him off last season you know the loss 4-1 he was taken off during the game which was you know a bit humiliating for him Yeah. and I think <coughs> that was probably the game that made Nuno's mind up to be honest but um, I spoke to Danny a little bit since since he moved on and you know he's delighted obviously to get such a big local club I think it's the perfect perfect move for him Stoke, new manager on the way up. Yeah, uh, doesn't have to doesn't have to move away. Still local, mm-hmm. um, and should get regular football there. So wish him all the best. And of course, Wolves should say thank you. Yeah. to Stoke City for providing them with seventeen point one million pounds. Wowza! During this month, astonishing. With the Phoebe Bart and Vokes deals. So, so spend some cash, by the way, haven't they, Stoke? Just a bit. Unbelievable, especially that squad. Uh, Scrivo's been on. Scrivo! Living in Liverpool. Uh, whenever we play Liverpool at Everton, it feels as important as a local derby to me, as there are more bragging rights at stake than against our actual rivals. Are there n- any non-traditional rival teams that you feel that way about or take extra relish in beating? Bolton. Bolton, why? Just can't stand them. Why? Two words. First word, John. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, made me cry a lot. Really? That night. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. and also never, lauded never it as well. Yeah. Mm. Still does. Does he? He does. Never go over that one. Right. Just that one. Just bolted then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so. Mm. What about you? Borough. <laughs> Which one? Can't stand them. Nuneaton. <laughs> I've never liked Chelsea. Out of the big clubs, I can't stand Chelsea. Whole, yeah. horrible fans and just a horrible club that spent their way to the top mm. in the era when it wasn't really that much that done at the time and so arrogant Bradford oh. City when really? I got smacked outside the train station did you? yeah I got smacked Before? I think we discussed it on all the podcast no? yeah I was just just walking to the train station after the game just got beat 3-0 I think someone whacked me some Bradford City fan whacked me blood all over my shirt no way yes unbelievable really? yes were you yes. on your own, as usual? On my own, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 17 oh, no. stone and no friends. What happened? On the way up. Did you have to go to receive treatment? I cried. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, I cried dear. in front of my mummy. <laughs> uh, Blake Haas. Um, 
What are the odds Neves is in the team next year? Just got my first Wolves shirt and would hate to see him go so soon after. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if his form before Christmas has put a few clubs off bringing him in immediately this kind of this summer. You know, we were quite, well, he was at the Wolves team for a start and we were kind of wondering, you know, when's this guy going to start turning it on in the Premier League? And he started to do it recently thanks in no small part to Dendonka who's kind of freed him up. Yeah. But I wonder if that's put some clubs off for, for now. Mm. And I wonder if that's ne- maybe helped convince Neves to think that he should stay with Wolves and get regular first-team football and then get, get to a level he wants to be before he moves on. Because he doesn't want to move to one of the big, big clubs until <coughs> he's guaranteed to play. Yeah. And at the moment, a moment that I think that would happen. Do you know what it is a moment for, Tim? What? It's abuse of the week! Abuse of the week! Abuse of the deadline day! Extravaganza! It's very, very special! I'm here with Tim Speed! It's Nathan Judah! Week! It's abuse of the week! Abuse of the week, abuse of the week. So, um, so abuse of the week for um, for Nathan Judah, who um, felt like I uh, felt like I, I know what it's like to be you this week, Tim. Got a little bit of got a little bit a little, little bit of heat. Well, well respected. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Not that one. Nope. nope. So, um, after after the West Ham game, um, I put a tweet out which basically showed the bottom three from last season, um, which was Swansea City played thirty eight points thirty three, uh, Stoke played thirty eight points thirty three, and West Brom played thirty eight points thirty one. Um, I then put WWFC have thirty five points from twenty four games. Um, it's January the twenty ninth. Exclamation mark times 10, laughing emoji, wolves. Now, for me, and I put, and look, if I'm going to be sarcastic, I'll tell you when I'm being sarcastic. This was not, I was trying to show you that wolves would be safe if it was last year's table. Um, West Brom fans disagreed, Tim, um, and took, um, took umbrage to my tweet, unfortunately. Now, I still stand by the fact that I was not looking for a rise, they just happen to be at the bottom. There's Man United at the bottom. There's Man United at the bottom. But unfortunately, I've upset some people. Um, here we go. Let's have a look. So, um, Mark, um, at MBO, when WBA. Um, I love how the Wolves are having a good season. Some prick like that in Judas Star still has to think. Still has to think about us. Hashtag obsessed. Yeah. Don't worry about us. Enjoy your ride. A lot of obsessed. Um, let's have a look. Um, Andy Lefever. Um, says, funny man, you're just a shit Matt Wilson star, um, and a uh, lot of lots of um, a lot of CU words as well. Um, yes, JB73, one of them. Um, anything else? Oh, you know, I tell you when you're struggling when you scroll down your replies, and it says there's a little grey box at the bottom of oh, your replies. I see that every day of my life. <laughs> it says, show additional replies, including those that may contain offensive content. Normally where Kate Wright's uh, tweets are, actually. Um, and, um, yes, uh, Litchfield Nomad CC, another journo who uh, makes a living from football and knows F all about the game. Um, yeah, and there's plenty of other. Effing obsessed man, says Martin Poole. Um, first season about above us for years. Turn it in, yeah, prat. Uh, so yes, I was. Um, that that was me um, looking forward to covering West Brom on Wednesday night <laughs> in the <laughs> oh, FA Cup. Yeah, uh, you know if I mean Wolves and Albion have both got decent routes to the quarterfinals potentially. If 
Yeah. Imagine that. One of the biggest games in one of the biggest black country derbies of all time. Can you imagine it being a and, semi-final? And, and everybody's focus is on end to start. <laughs> I guarantee you, if it's a game against West Brom and, and, and Wolves, the focus will not be on me, sir. It will be on Tim Spears and whether he gets into the Hawthorns. Oh, but that's okay. Albion fans know that, you know, they know what I think about them. It's fine. I'm Wolves correspondent. It's fine. But that tweet wasn't supposed to uh, frustrate <laughs> Albion fans. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh dear. Anyway, what do you think of the tweet? Fair, fair income. Uh, it was the laughing emoji. Uh, that it was free. That Im- it was that immediately, only... immediately made me think that you were had your tongue in your cheek. Um, but you told me very soon after that that wasn't the case. And you know, I believe you. You're an honest guy. Yeah, it's not what you said on phone the other day. You didn't say anything <laughs> about that. Honestly, this guy says one thing and then 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 and then it, oh yeah 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 shocking shocking. I know exactly what he's like. Honestly. Hit me with some um, some abuse. Right. I've never come across this account before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have a profile pic. Not Stubbsy. No. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a profile pic. And I, I think my Twitter tends to filter out people who don't have profile pictures. Dave Clive. Dave Clive. Dave Clive. Dave Clive. Uh, we're done for the night, by the way, in terms of transfers. Excellent. All over. Uh, Dave Clive, 105. Mm. Now... Uh, interesting Twitter profile. I mean, he's no no uh, bio to speak of. He follows two people and he's followed by one. Um, okay. He's liked. Does he four, follow you? He's liked four. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's liked four tweets uh, in his Twitter life. Tweeted 125 times. Uh, most of them to me, mm-hmm. um, but I've never seen them before. Wow. Um, I'll just give you a flavour. Yeah, flavour flavour. Disgraceful journalists. Uh, he, he's picks me up on a lot for when I say nice things about Cody and Doherty he doesn't seem to like it right uh, Cody was awful by a basic clearance uh, but your unnatural dirty urges towards him continue with your blatant bias wow which is uh, I mean it's, it's it's very wordy to be fair it's not <laughs> your normal normal four letter four letter rant you really are one horrible biased cretin Oh. Call it as it is instead of being a biased lump. You'd be going mental if that was Vinagra. I think this was a Doherty mistake. Okay. You really are vile and disgusting. Wow. It was after a Doherty mistake. Mm. Crazy. Uh, what's this one about? This one was about... Oh, uh, <laughs> this is me asking for podcast questions two weeks ago. Why the F are you a biased C-U-N-T? <laughs> You would shag your dad if it meant you didn't have to pick a fault with Cody or Doherty. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, the links you'd go to, you, I mean, that's incredible. Um, Same guy? Yeah, a couple I'm not actually going to read out because they're. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> Greg Doherty scored for Shrewsbury on Saturday. Yes, Doherty. he did, yes. Uh, it's got a slight deflection off Sace. I thought yeah. it was very hard for Ruddy to save. Yeah. If that's Patricio, you'd say shocking keeping, standard pathetic bias, dim Tim. Um, another one this week from player ratings, utter balls, again, dim. Yeah. This, this is quite funny. Um, Costa's, Costa's literally not done a single positive contribution, yet, get, yet gets a 4 out of 10. I see you won't slate Ruddy, who got 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Like you would Patricio, starting to think you may be racist. <laughs> and then one more this week. <laughs> I just put the team news out the other night and he replies with pathetic big forehead. <laughs> okay, fair play. Um, so yeah, Dave 
Uh, it's quite tempting to block Dave. Uh, mm. he, he literally, I'm the only person he replies to, and it's just abuse, abuse, abuse. You sad, pathetic man. Wow. Dave. Incredible. This week's abuse. I wonder if he's someone in the office, Tim, who's got a vendetta <laughs> against you. What do you reckon? Maybe, baby. Oh, I can't wait. I'm not looking forward to drive outside on the way home, by the way. Cold. Icy, icy. Ice, ice, baby. I'm just hoping there's some rock salt there because you oh. can get it. You can get it for £3.95 because it's in stock. I'm ready to deliver at short notice when the big free sets in. Do you know where you can get that? Tim, where can you get that from? I don't know. What are you tell me? Wolverhampton Building Supplies. Go yeah. and join Simon and his team. A family-run business that's small enough to care and big enough to cope. Your one-stop shop for all. And I mean all with a capital at L and L. Your DIY and building products. That's Wolverhampton Building Supplies, who are also sponsoring our podcast live event as well. Yeah. And again... <laughs> <laughs> Right, Evertonian, we're going to Merseyside. She, she. They just get played at Everton. <laughs> they asked us to talk on the fan zone. <laughs> we got an email about that. I said to him, "Are you going to talk about this?" I'm bloody not. I said, "Are you going to?" I said, "I'm bloody not." They've got this thing outside the ground, this fan zone, and they get at 1:30 p.m. before the match. They get um, ex opposition, someone from the opposition, an ex-player, a fan, or a journalist to get on stage and answer a few questions about today's opposition at Goodison Park. And they send me and Judah an email. But I don't think we'd be welcome even after that, to be honest. Can you imagine that? Uh, so, so Tim, what do you think? Imagine them all just staring at you, all absolutely wanting to batter you. Connor Cody refuses to speak to me again. <laughs> what did the score to be, Tim? <laughs> oh, goodness oh, me. Oh, wow. Oh, right, okay. Um, yes, Everton. Everton. So it's seven versus eight. Um, look, um, Everton have pretty, been pretty horrific lately, but did get a 1 <laughs> yeah. nil win. Um, I think it was 1 nil. Um, despite having a man sent off in Dinia and Everton uh, and, and Leighton Baines who came in, I think, for him uh, pre-game, which was a bit of a shocker, although Dinia had, did have a stinker, I think, in one in the FA Cup game that they lost. Uh, but they did beat Huddersfield 1-0, which is something that, that Wolves have not done this season, um, losing 2-0 at home. It, look, it's going to be a difficult game. However, I think they can go there with absolutely no fear factor. And to be honest, I think that, that they should be looking for at least a point. They certainly should be looking for at least a point. I think it's a, I think it's a game that they'll look forward to, that they'll relish, that they'll try and take Everton on and try and win the game. Mm. You know, they're a home crowd that can turn. We know that. They've won three out of 11. <clears throat> Very iffy form. Lost a couple of games at home that they really shouldn't have done. Um, I mean, recent home results are... Well, they had that 6-2 to, to Spurs just before Christmas. Yeah. And only struggled past Lincoln in the FA Cup 2-1. They lost to Everton. Did beat Bournemouth 2-0. But they're very inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Very good players on their day. I mean, it's amazing they're still eighth when you're considering that they're almost a bit of a crisis club mm -hmm. after getting dumped out of the FA Cup by Millwall. Yeah. But it shows you how tight it is. It's two points from eighth to twelfth. Um, and beating Huddersfield, if they'd lost to Huddersfield on Tuesday, they'd be twelfth, but they're not their eighth. 
it'll be a really tough one. But like you say, Wolves can get their full of confidence. Yeah, I think Tosin um, came from came from nowhere to play up front for them the other night. I think they look better actually with the target man. I don't think Richarlison's the the man who who should be playing up top. I think he's more threatening um, with Sigurdsson. I think and Bernard are their three. Walcott's been missing out as of late, but they've got a double game week or they've got, they've got two games coming up, so there could be some chopping and changing. Uh, I think Dini's suspended for three games. Uh, so you've got an, an, an obviously a problem with, with Baines, so they might have to, to shake it about a little bit um, in and around the back, but still, they can definitely be got at, can't they? They can be got at, but yeah, you mentioned the danger, and certainly Sigurdsson and Richarlison, who was, who was unbelievable against Wolves in the, in the return fixture on the opening day. And Wolves were fortunate probably to get a 2-2 draw that day, weren't they? Yeah, they were, but defensively, you know, these, you know Keane, Keane's got a rick in him. Mm. Zuma, I don't think he's quite developed as, as we thought he would in the no. past kind of couple of seasons. Coleman would be a right back, very good player, but then yeah, who knows who's going to play at left back? So, and then uh, Adrissa going game, I and mean, we don't know what's happened with him either no. as well tonight. Um, key player for them, not involved recently, um, and looks like he wants to leave. So, yeah. plenty of problems there, and Wolves can exploit them. I haven't been there in probably about 10 years, Goodison Park, since I was at uni, really. I don't think it's changed much. Not changed no, I'm old school, but I'm looking forward to it, a traditional game. You want to get there early, don't you have a wander around? Yeah, it's a great away end. I've sat, sat on the front row of the away end. Have they changed where the away end is? It's still low down to the side? Low down, kind of below the pitch. Oh, is it still there, is it? Okay. I think it's still there, yeah. So mm-hmm. Wolves, obviously, as always, sold out their allocation. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and you think just one change from, from the other night? Can't see why they would make any other changes No, be shocked, yeah. It'd be Bolly for Sace, Sace on the bench instead of Kilman, and that should be your team. So, we'll finish off there then, and we shall um, we shall have a prediction. It is Wolverhampton Wanderers at Everton. Um, I'll go first, I'll leave the last word to our main man. I'm going to say it is Everton 2, Wolves 2, mm. is my game. I think it's going to be 2-2-2 two, two, two draws. I can see... Wolves winning it 1-0. Oh, can you? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Tight game, ball yeah. you back. I don't think it'd be as um, as open as the Leicester game. And I think Wolves will keep another clean sheet. Look forward and to it. And edge it 1-0, maybe Jota on the break. Should be great. And if there's one thing that you're going to do tonight, if you haven't done it before you go to bed, what is it? Go on. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fully loaded question. <laughs> Very. Go and buy a, a Wolves Podcast Live ticket. Yeah, come on, Get guys. your pod. Come on, come and see us. Come and see us. Come and give us a hug. Come on, come on. We're going to have a beer with you after the get after after the um after the event. Should be fun, and we'll have a beer with you in the year I end you on Saturday. Three points, fingers crossed. We'll see you there. Take care. Bye bye.